Hey there, welcome to Microdose U. I'm Dr. Dave, and I've got a great episode today. I'm going to be talking about sleep, insomnia, microdosing, and a lot more. So stand by, we're going to get started right now. Hey there, welcome. So glad to have you here. Let's, I got a really good question from Angie, a listener, about uh, microdosing and insomnia that she's going through and, and uh, weird things with sleep. I'm going to get into that in a, in a second or so, but before I do so, I just want to um, share something with you. You know, I listen to a lot of podcasts out there, and so many of them, when you first turn them on, they've got these like five-minute commercials. The first five minutes or 10 minutes, they're trying to sell you something. They're trying. They're talking about all of their sponsors. And a lot of times, I just turn those off because it's, it's, it's too much. Or I fast forward to the point where I want the information. I don't do that to you. I really don't have anything to sell. I just want to give you information, help you with things because microdosing magic mushrooms have changed my life so much over two years. And I just have so much to give back to people that are struggling with uh, mental health issues or, or, or anything else. If you want to improve your life in any way, I've got a lot to give to you. I would like to ask you a favor though. It will take you literally a couple seconds. I know I've asked you this before, but this really means a lot to me. So instead of a commercial, bear with me for about 30 seconds, and I'll just ask you a big, big favor. If you could just go onto your podcasting platform, whether you're using Apple or Spotify or iHeart or wherever you might be listening to this, go in and please give me a five-star recommendation, a five-star rating if you believe this is worth five stars to you. It, it really does help the show, and I see each and every one of them. And um, if you have a few extra seconds, instead of just only giving me a rating, if you could give me a little review as well, that really means a lot. And, and I, I really do see every, everything personally, and whenever I see a um, review that somebody gives me, it just makes me feel so happy that I'm helping at least one person out there. I know I'm helping a lot more than one, but you know, one at a time, if I see a review and I just want to share this with you, Jay Claremore just put a review up a day or so ago and Jay Claremore just basically says, thank you for this podcast with all this great information. I mean, very simple to the point it's on Apple podcasts right there on that platform. That's where Jay Claremore put that up, but I see every single one. And it really does um, make me feel fulfilled when I know that I'm helping other people. So if you have a couple seconds, please just go in. If you th Again, if you think it's worth five stars, give me five stars. That'll take you literally, literally five seconds, if that. And if you have maybe another 20 to 30 seconds or a minute, if you want to write something, um, that really does help the show. And the reason I'm asking this is because the more ratings and reviews this show gets, the more each platform will feed it out to people that are looking for this type of information. So I don't need to be the biggest podcast out there, nor do I really want to be, but I want to be big enough to, to make sure that people that are looking for this kind of information can be helped. So again, please, um, if you can pause this, that is great. Pause it and go ahead and, and give the rating and review right now. Um, if I get any really cool reviews, I'll, I'll read them on the show. How's that? Because I do see every single one, whether I read it or not, I see I see every single one. So greatly appreciated. Thanks so much. That literally took a couple minutes or so. But again, no advertising. We don't do any of that here. Um, the only thing I do talk about is just how I can help you. 
So let's get into Angie's question. I will I will admit, I'm, I'm chuckling when I say this. I think Angie was driving and using voice recognition when she typed this question into the an email that she sent me. And by the way, my email address is rundrdave at gmail.com, R-U-N-D-R-D-A-V-E at gmail.com. And it's very, very long. And and there are since it's voice recognition, there are a lot of things that, you know, kind of run together. It's just it's it's kind of a big don't take offense to this, Angie. Um, no, but it's it's kind of a big mess. So basically, basically, Angie is um, a woman who is um, has started microdosing. She has experienced quite a bit of insomnia. Um, she ha- she's had anxiety, and her doctor tried to help her with um, her insomnia. Who and he prescribed he or she prescribed um, some uh, a benzo to help her sleep in the evening. By the way, I do not think that I think short term that's okay, but you don't want to be on any kind of benzodiazepine long term at all, even for sleep. You just even though she mentioned in her letter that um, it really has helped her get some peaceful nights sleep. Um, I don't really recommend getting on benzo for for long term for for um, you know to help with insomnia. That's, there's some other ways you can do it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on those real shortly. But um, then also. So Angie said that it might, since um, I don't, I'm not privy to her age really, but as, as we all get older, our hormonal um, balance and, and, and levels change and, and that can absolutely have a, a tremendous impact on, on sleep. Now sleep is, is, I don't have to tell you, sleep is, is really, really important. If we're not getting the proper amount of sleep, and by the way, the proper amount of sleep on average for an adult is 7.5 hours a night. Now a lot of people think that oh if I'm gonna I'm gonna really get a lot more than that I'll be healthier. No, actually it's been shown that if you get more than that or less than that, it's it's not any better for your health. Less obviously, less sleep is worse. And if you if you stay in bed longer than seven and a half to eight hours, let's say, that's also not a healthy thing. So strive to get between seven and a half and eight hours sleep a night every night, straight through if you possibly can. I know when when you get a little bit older, sometimes we need to get up and use the bathroom one or two times. And if we have to, we have to. But the the goal is to really sleep straight through that seven and a half hours, and that's going to be your best bet because it will it will um, ward off so many medical issues, whether they are mental or or, or physical. Um, it, sleep. It, I don't have to go into detail and tell you how important sleep is, but it's it's a it's a game changer if you want to live a long, healthy life. We have to be sleeping well, and we have to be sleeping for the right amount of time. So. What I have tried to do now, I've, I'm no stranger to insomnia. I've had insomnia, and that's why I'm I feel very qualified to talk about this because I, every, everything Angie talked about, I've pretty much been through. I've woken up in the morning after what I thought was a good night's sleep with a lot of anxiety. So something's going on in the middle of the night. I'm not sure what it was. Now I know, but um, you know, you never want to wake up in the morning with anxiety. That's a problem. That means something's going on with your sleep. And I've had the types of insomnia where it was hard to get to sleep at night, hard to fall asleep. And I've also had insomnia where I wake up in the middle of the night and then it's near impossible to get back to sleep. So I've dealt with so much of it. And I will tell you what I've tried that, you know, it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with trying these things, but I don't think they're like total game changers. And some of the things that I tried were melatonin. I'm not so sure how well that worked for me. I don't know if it really did anything or not. I don't know if it's psychological or placebo. It didn't really seem to help me too much. Um, 
I've tried all the sleep hygiene things, you know, let's say like no caffeine after 2 p.m., um, no screens, no computer screens, don't, don't, don't watch TV, don't look at your computer, don't look at your phone, um, you know, in, in the hours, in the hours before you're trying to go to sleep because it does have something to do with the uh, blue light that it emits and it does mess with your melatonin and, and any kind of light. And you, you want to be like pretty much in a, in a dark room when you're going to sleep and even before even before you try to fall asleep and and the room should be fairly cool you don't want the room to be too hot it should be cooler is better and don't drink too much water before you go to sleep because you're going to be woken up in the middle of the night several times to have to use the bathroom. And I've also tried those, um, what do you call those, those um, diffusers? They, they, they kind of like, uh, you turn it on and you put like some water and some lavender oil into it and it makes the room smell really, really good. And lavender is, is very, very soothing. And they say, oh, you, all you have to do is use this and you'll fall right to sleep and you'll stay asleep. Well, again, as good as those things are and as good as all the things I just mentioned are in the sure there are a lot more uh, i used to spray i used to spray lavender uh spray like on my pillow and my sheets to hopefully make it smell good and, and be relaxed and try to get to sleep but those things work only to an extent they're not I, I don't think any of those things are like game changers i just don't i think there's some basic principles that have helped me i think three in particular three main things that have helped me sleep really well through the night. And of course, the first one is since I've been microdosing, since I've been microdosing magic mushrooms, they really have helped my sleep. Um, now, I'm going to say they, they've done this on a higher level because I've done a couple other things along with that. And I mean, they, they've pretty much taken away all of my anxiety. And when, when your anxiety is gone, you will generally sleep better. You're not going to be able to get, if you're anxious in any way, you're not going to be able to get a good night's sleep. Even if you think you're sleeping, if you're in like a fight or flight sympathetic mode, um, even if you're sleeping, you're not sleeping well. It's not It's not a healthy mode to be in a, a fight or flight sympathetic mode. It's just not, it's not going to help you in any way. It's going to be very bad for your health, actually. And I'm sure I was in that mode for, for years, maybe for decades. I'm quite sure of that. So the magic mushrooms, the microdosing of the magic mushrooms have really helped um, my sleep on a, like on an overall basis, eliminating anxiety, just being more peaceful and mindful. That, that helps a tremendous amount. However, something I've done over the, also over the two years that has perhaps been every bit as important as the microdosing is learning how to breathe properly. That's both during the night and during the day. You know, there, I, I won't go into it in great detail on this episode right now, but over um, many, many, many generations, um, as our mouths, jaws, and skulls get start to shrink down, um, our airways are affected and we just can't breathe, um, especially through our noses, the way that we used to do when we were more primitive. That's just, that's just a fact. Um, so breathing problems are, are very, very common. Many people have some type of sleep apnea, whether it's obstructive sleep apnea or central sleep apnea, and that really affects the sleeping all night long. Now, I was diagnosed with sleep apnea several years ago and about 
it took me a while because I tried, I had to tweak this myself, but I, I started using a, a CPAP machine. You know, that's um, the machine that you wear this mask and it's got a hose and it leads to the machine and it gives you positive air pressure all night long while you're breathing. So for some reason, if I stop breathing um, or if there's some type of obstruction, make sure that the pressure is correct or the, the amount of breaths are correct and it will make sure I'm breathing properly all night long. Now, this has been a game changer. There's no way that I could get a good night's sleep right now without using a CPAP machine. Now, I actually use um, an advanced model of a CPAP. It's called an ASV, which stands for Adaptive Servo Ventilation. Now, again, it's way beyond the scope of the show to get into what that means, but it's, it's basically used for people that um, in the middle of the night, for some reason, just stop breathing on their own and because the brain's not sending the the, um, the muscles, the uh, you know, the, the breathing muscles a signal to breathe and it can be very dangerous. And my point is that there are, most of the cases of sleep apnea are, are undiagnosed. So I can't remember exactly what the uh, medical community says as far as the percentage of people out there that have some type of sleep apnea. Um, I, I think they say, something, don't quote me on this, I don't have this in front of me, but I think they say somewhere around 30%, something like that. Um, however, I but just from what I've learned and experienced over many years, I believe the number is much greater than that. So if you are waking up anxious, if your blood pressure is up, if um, you've got ins, uh, issues with insomnia, um, many different things like that, um, I would I would highly recommend going to your doctor and getting asking for a sleep study. It's fairly inexpensive and fairly easy to do, and you, there's a tremendous amount to be learned from this. And if you do have some type of sleep apnea, they will treat you for it and tr hopefully treat you properly. That's a whole other topic that I won't get into right now, but a lot of people are not being really treated properly for sleep apnea. The reason I'm talking about sleep apnea so much is it has been a game changer for my overall health, mental, physical, for my insomnia, for the way I sleep, the way I feel when I wake up, it's been a total game changer. So I'd be not doing you a service if I did not mention this and mention it very strongly. Remember, most people that have obstructive sleep apnea, or I should say any type of sleep apnea, are undiagnosed. Now you might think, oh, I don't have that. Don't be so sure. It's worth a test. It's worth checking into this. So, okay. So two things so far that I've told you about that I've that have helped me incredibly with my sleep and insomnia have been using the CPAP that I use every night and microdosing magic mushrooms for generally pretty much rewiring my brain and changing my life. There's one more component to it that I will share with you that I, that I have been using that also helps out. So a few times a week, I will use either a medication. It's a pharmaceutical called hydroxazine. It's an antihistamine. It's not a sleep medication. It's not a benzodiazepine. It's basically an antihistamine. And what it does, it makes you drowsy. And it also has an added benefit of being um, an anti-anxiety medication. So those two things combined really help me not only fall asleep, but stay asleep through the entire night. And with my CPAP that I use, I can monitor my breathing all through the night and I can see that I'm sleeping very, very well. 
Now, sometimes on the nights if I'm not using the hydroxazine, and by the way, I've recommended hydroxazine to a couple people that I've worked closely with. And by the way, um, I, I get these questions all the time. If somebody wants to ask me a general question by email or, or whatever, um, a lot of times, yeah, I can answer a quick question for you by email, but a lot of times you're asking a question, but you've got a lot more questions and a lot more that's going on. And um, I've got a bunch of people that do that do work closely with me that I kind of, you know, pretty much work with them and I, I help them with many, many aspects of their lives. And if you're interested in that, um, just drop me an email too. I can, I can explain that to you. But I've, I've coached a lot of people and continue to do so to this day. Um, we're changing lives guys, we're, we're changing people's lives. And I really, really, it means a lot to me to be able to take somebody that's, that's experiencing a lot of these things and, and be able to like get them um, into a, a, a better, healthier life. And we can talk about anything. It doesn't have to be just microdosing, but it could be anything uh, as far as health goes or, or, and way beyond. It could be, we could, it's limitless what we can talk about. So if you're interested in working with me in any way, just um, drop me a little, drop me a little memo. We'll, we'll see what we can do about that. Um, but in addition to the hydroxazine, sometimes I will use a little bit of cannabis before I go to bed. I find if I use just a little bit of cannabis, it helps pretty much in the same way that the hydroxazine does. It will allow me to fall asleep very easily and in most cases, sleep very, very well and peacefully through the night. So that's my take on insomnia, on sleep, um, how magic mushrooms um, can play into this and, and pretty much change lives. Because again, like I said at the beginning, if, if you're not sleeping well, well, that's one of the things you need to take care of like, immediately because that is going to totally wreak havoc on so many of your body's systems. So let's make sure, let's get, make sure you're, you're sleeping well, guys and gals. And um, I hope this is really helpful to you. Again, if you haven't done it yet, go back and please give me the rating and or review. And it's been great talking to you today. As you can tell, I'm a little, I'm not really under the weather. I've got a little bit of a cold and some congestion. So I hope my voice is coming through as well or, or even close to as well as it normally does. Because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get through this thing and but in the meantime I, I i've got a lot of information i want to pass on to you so i there's no time to stop there's no time to take a break i've got to get this stuff out to you because it's super important that that i get it to you so okay that's what i want to say today um if you haven't subscribed by the way hit that subscribe button because i got a lot more coming at you real soon again if you need me for anything run dr dave at gmail it's r-u-n-d-r-d-a-v-e run dr dave at gmail and i love you guys i'll talk to you soon I'm Dr. David. It's Microdose U.